everybody, this is Doing Lines. This is a sports betting podcast where comedians bet on sports and everything but the sports of sports. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers, joined as always by my co-host, Austin Huff. Chiefs and Chopper. Kyle. Oh, man, those were the days. It doesn't roll off the, the tongue days. like Chiefs and Hy-Vee. It does not. It does not. I'm not even a Chiefs fan, and yet yeah. I, I love the Chiefs and Chopper chant. And I'm If you're not, not a I, familiar fan of this, the Kansas State Chiefs used to be sponsored by Price Chopper, the grocery store, and they do like the tomahawk chop, and they would say Chiefs and Chopper, and it was perfect. But uh, now it's Chiefs and Hy-Vee. And <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> even make sense. Grocery store. It, you no, know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's just corporate greed at its finest right there. Classic um, American they, capitalist. They should have kept it Chiefs and Chopper, even though it wasn't sponsored by Price Chopper anymore. Because Chopper, like, it makes sense. It's the Tomahawk Chop. It really does. Uh, Chiefs and Chopping prices at Hy-Vee. It doesn't roll <laughs> off quite as well as everything else. You know, I went to that Chiefs. Oh, and we'll even kick this off. I went to the Chiefs Chargers game on Sunday night. Which that, and that's why I that's why I started off with my Chiefs bet because yeah. or my Chiefs deal because I want to know the only bet I care about from last week. The results mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. did you see a guy passed out at uh, SoFi Stadium for the Chiefs Chargers game on Sunday night? No. Damn it. Not a single person. I thought we even upped the odds when we got flexed to the late game. I thought there would even be higher odds of that happening. Sure. But I did not see a single person. Um, The game was fun. A lot of Chiefs fans. There's a funny thing that happens now when the it's like Mahomes has been. When the Chargers scored with a minute and a half left, Chiefs fans cheered. Oh, I know. Right. Because it's like you just know. It's literally... Patrick Mahomes wears one of those like golden gloves with emerald stones in it could because he is an inevitable inevitable. You just yeah. know like it's it's going to happen, not if but when. And even on like the third third and four when he threw the incomplete pass. And you're like, oh wow, the Chargers actually got out of it. Or, you know, they're forced to yeah. forced to fourth down on this drive. And then no, the flag for holding, because that's the only way you can stop Travis Kelsey. And, Truly, uh, if you really, really break down and look at it, he has held every single play. Because yeah. you cannot stop the slowest, well, and, fast man in the world. And he's so aggressive too, coming off of the ball. Like he's yeah. he's larger than everyone else. It's yeah. kind of like how Gronk was when Gronk was in his like absolute prime. It is exactly he's, like you you are either smaller than him and as fast as him, or his size and much slower. There is yeah. like he is as fast as the small guys and as big as the slow guys there's like it's, it's absolutely wild he's uncoverable i think he's also the most unfair fantasy player because the gap between him and second is insane right well and i mean like especially on a game like sunday when uh mccall hardman's out when juju's out uh, juju's out like you the only guy tony, goes, leaves, is, tony leaves in the first quarter yeah the only guy you patrick mahomes is looking for is 87 like you know it's going to him and someone just should have told the chargers I honestly, I kind of. I and wish you know what the crazy part happen. is? The Chargers have the guy who is best at guarding him in the world, and they still mm-hmm. don't put him on him every play. I think, what's their coach's name? Staley? That yeah. guy's an idiot. I don't think he well, has any. I think he's like too much pride. Him, they, they, you lost on the same play you lost on last year. Literally the, fact the that exact they same. They missed play. the playoffs based off of his coaching in week 17 last year. Like that right. should tell you. Yeah, Staley is like, I don't know. He's. 
Gotta Look, be I love it. I hope they coach. sign Staley. I hope Josh McDaniels stays. <laughs> I hope Russell Wilson gets an extension. I've Look never at the seen coaches. A- You've got Andy Reid, one of the greatest of all time, in that division. And then that's honestly like you know we were saying AFC West best division ever, and then three of the four teams just absolutely laid an egg. And yeah. I think we should just look no further than their head coaches. It's crazy. Brandon that they Staley, have, yeah. Josh McDaniels, and Nathaniel Hackett. You got to think like if you're the any of the other teams in the AFC West, would you take any Chiefs assistant? Like, would you take Biennemi or Matt Nagy or Spags? Those guys have all been better head coaches than well, Biennemi <laughs> hasn't, but you know what I mean? The Chiefs right. have Spagnolo and Nagy on... And Nagy. As, Nagy is the coach of one man. Nagy's a better head coach. He was a better head coach with the Chicago Bears than Josh McDaniels has been with the yes. Raiders. And I think I just think Nagy is just right in his wheelhouse here being the quarterback coach it's like you can literally do, he's such a good quarterback coach but it's it is it is wild i saw someone well, tweet that the, the afc same West thing with josh a, mcdaniels yeah like he's a yeah. better he's a better coordinator he's a better uh yeah. you know quarterback coach than he a is lot of people actual are. head coach right andy reed is the rare 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 exception where he is really really good at coaching the people of football and calling the plays Generally, people are good at one of those. Do you know right. what I mean? I think Pete Carroll is really, really good at coaching the men of football. I don't know if Pete Carroll is great at calling plays, but I yeah. think he's really good at understanding. Um, I saw someone tweet that the AFC West spent a billion dollars in the offseason to beat the Chiefs, and it's over before Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know, it's unreal, the lead that they have in that division. It uh, is, yeah. And it only got larger on Sunday night. Three games with a double tiebreaker. I'm surprised you didn't see someone pass out... Uh, even at the end of the game. It was just like the way it played out, there were some Chargers fans cheering when they scored with a minute and a half left. And the guy next to me, who's a San Diego Chargers fan from San Diego, wow. goes way he back. just he he just looked at me and he's like, they don't even know. Like he looked at me and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> too much time. I'm so worried. I almost thought the Chiefs scored with too much time left. That's how crazy some of these games end. But anyways, no zero passed out guys in that game there. Um I want to recap. I'll recap the bets here real quick, and then I'll let you know how everyone did, okay? Okay. Last um, week, we had Steve Gorman, uh, drummer of the Black Crows, mm-hmm. uh, now with a band called Trigger Hippie, host of Steve Gorman Rocks, heard on uh, classic rock stations all across the country. How did uh, Steve turn out? So, uh, uh, going through the bets real quick, uh, the team teams with a longer name only won five games last week. The over-under was set at six and a half, um, so that the under hit there. The, this one was a crazy one for me, the Nick Cannon's Chubb bet. Uh, <laughs> who will have more rushing yards, Nick Chubb or the whole Bills team? The Bills outrushed Nick Chubb like 6-1. to one. He had his worst game of his career, it felt like. It, it was bad. It was, as a Nick Chubb fantasy owner, it, mm-hmm. it was frustrating. Yeah, which is crazy because you figured Chubb would be worse in the cold, but they're playing inside in Detroit. Um, where you thought at least he could <laughs> he could be he he really had a flaccid game there, um, so so that one went under. Derrick Henry two you touchdowns and the U.S. beats Wales by two. That did not happen. Henry did have two touchdowns, one run, one pass, but U.S. Wales was one one. From whence he came, this was a crazy bet. Who will have more passing yards in this battle of teams? Carson Wentz used to play for. Will be Matt Ryan or the Eagles? Matt Ryan outpassed the Eagles, didn't even have to factor in his handicap of 37. Look, and I kind of predicted this on a on a separate podcast that I'm on earlier this year, that Jalen Hurts will regress as the season goes on. Like, the, the level he was playing at for most of the season, like, he's going to come back down to earth. And I think he's starting to now. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's weird. It's yeah. the Eagles are not near. They're kind of like the Vikings in like a the sense Colts of like they're not one. near as scary now as they used to be. Yeah. I don't know if any team in the NFL is really that scary. No. When the Chiefs are rolling there, no one will stop them. But you got to think you can. Hey, Mojo. Right. The Chiefs will occasionally have that one game where they'll get like too comfortable. And in the in the games like uh like basically in the AFC Championship last year, they get too comfortable and they just start to they they almost like go against like what they should be doing where they stop some, running or something. Well, I mean, even in the, the first half of the Chargers game, they were barely running the ball and they had nine right. yards of carry at halftime. And you're like, just give it to them. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing, and like the, they almost get too comfortable, and so then they start doing things that they they probably. Right. It's, it's kind of like where Patrick Mahomes struggled early last year when he was going for 50, 60 yard passes. He was like playing he, at the wall instead of taking what there was, and then yeah, someone's like, "You know, you could just throw to whoever is open." He's like, oh, "And shit. then they then they became unstoppable." Then they won yeah. games wrong until the weirdest half of all time. Okay, so that was that was the the Colts took that one. Matt Ryan had like 220. It's not even he didn't even have a good game. That's just how bad Hurts game was. All right, the color rush bet. Every week you have a bet on Burrow sacks versus something else. Uh last week Burrow is more Burrow sacks or touchdowns thrown for. Uh, he was only sacked twice and he threw for four touchdowns, I think. So okay. The touchdowns took that, which everyone lost that bet. And then what, the ticket price, what game was this, the ticket price drop of? It was the Giants-Lions uh, game. That's right. DeAndre, De- DeAndre Swift and because... That's uh, right, Taylor Swift Ticketmaster price. Taylor Swift has a song called Welcome to New York. Will the ticket price ticket drop Master. below $81 before the game? Yes, it dropped to $59. So and that was on bets. StubHub, too, because remember, Ticketmaster was down when I was trying to actually look <laughs> it up. Yeah, so those are our bets. So you guys remember them last week. We recapped them for too long. We talked about other stuff. Here we go. Last week, Steve, negative $200. He joins the giant buildup of past guests who are negative $200. There's a lot of guests that owe us money. Honestly, yeah. we should start playing with real money, Kyle. So that way, yeah. the, all these guests, like we would make. I don't know bank. if you would want to do that, but I would be down. Um, <laughs> so Steve, Steve now puts him into about fifth place with his negative $200. Uh, Kyle, negative $200 last week as well. Um, a majority of mine was lost on the... I lost $600 on the Joe Burrow sack bet. Okay. And then Austin, negative $400. Um, all right. Well, we don't need to dwell on that. Uh, <laughs> this week, we are joined by one a guy that uh, we have been we have been working on to track down all all year. Uh, we have finally got him, and we are stoked to have him. Yes, you know him from Comedy Central's The Daily Show. Ever heard of it? And he is he's he's hilarious on Twitter. If you're not following him on Twitter already, at Roy Wood Jr. He is Roy Wood Jr. Kyle, I'm so stoked to talk. It's to him. gonna be great. Guys, honestly, so stoked to be joined by uh, this week's guest. You know him as a correspondent on Comedy Central's The Daily Show. Uh, he hosts the podcast Roy's Jobs Fair. One of the funniest guys ever. Uh, I've, I've, I had a privilege of chatting with him, like, honestly, 10 years ago. Not a chance he remembers it, but I always enjoyed how, how genuine and kind he was, as well as hysterical. Roy Wood Jr., how are you, man? Hello. 
Austin, I don't even remember t- when we talked yesterday. I was almost late for this. I'm not sure he'll remember ten years ago. Talking. Yeah, no, I, I uh, no, all I remember was it was it was literally like a a a Saturday morning radio show that he pre-recorded with me, and and he said, I said, will you do this? And he said, sure. And I was like, what? That honestly, just the nicest dude in the world. So, Roy, is that you know why? Because I did radio for twelve years, fourteen years. On and off for, for over the course of fourteen years, I did about twelve. Okay, and I just remember in Birmingham, and I was doing mornings, and we were the number one show in the city. And sometimes it was pulling teeth to get people right. to just come on and just have a conversation. So, like, I don't know. I, it's anytime anyone thinks that I'm worthy and has something to say on their shit, I'm happy to show up. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. Seriously, and we're stoked to have you join uh, with us this week. Now, Roy, I don't know if you know this or not, but this is a competition. Uh, you are going up against all of the previous guests that we have faced, and all of the future guests that we will have this week. We've got okay. we're going to come up with some fake betting lines. Uh, for NFL Week 12, you're going to bet some fake money on them. But since we are, you know, obviously we're all people of means, uh, very well off, <laughs> we like to, we donate our fake money back to fake <clears throat> charities. So, uh, okay. Roy, let me ask, is there a fake charity that you will be playing for this week? It's a nonprofit university called Sackleson State Community College. Sackleson State Community College is a community college that raises money for ugly people to go to class. <laughs> and what they are, what Sackleson is, it's one of the premier institutions for good-looking people. And there's been statistics that have alluded to the fact that ugly people are a direct detriment on good-looking people's ability to get a decent education, which then affects their ability to get a decent job. So if you create a learning environment where it's nothing but good-looking people, then you're only recreating more good-looking people, thus making the world a better place. But (laughs) when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, that includes ugly. We've talked about black. We talk about sexual orientation. We talk about religion, but we don't focus enough on the scourge that is some people's faces. But those people deserve to learn, but not around good-looking people. <laughs> so at Sackleson State, they've created a nonprofit. It's a, you know, it's an ugly annex. It's called the Arr! Annex Wing. Of the <laughs> and so in the Arr! Annex is where anyone with that type of face can get a college education because it is not fair to exclude ugly people we will simply they're separate but they're equal this has worked before is it is it separate but equal but b-u-t-t yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly so at sackleson state um i'm here to raise money for sackleson state community college and now annex where we make sure that ugly people get access to educational tools Great. Right, I'm actually looking them up right beautiful. now, and it looks like they lost a lot of their money when Qatar had to move their funds towards building these stadiums. Yes. So they've been yes, they've indeed. been struggling ever since the Qatari infusion yes, slowed down. They did. That's but, all. You know. Well, Roy, we appreciate you being so giving and uh, and charitable with that. Honestly, it's it's yeah. truly uh, a beautiful or mostly beautiful thing that you're doing. <laughs> I guess I should it's say. truly an isolated amount of beautiful things <laughs> that you're doing. Uh, so what we have today is Austin and I will present some fake bets, some bets that are not all, just some bets that are a little more ridiculous than the regular sports bets. You have 1,000 fake dollars to allocate amongst the bets. And so once okay. we hear all the bets, you'll let us know how much you want to put. You don't have to bet on everything. 
We'll have yeah. all these options. Just let us know what you want to bet on what. Yeah. And uh, one of your bets must be your lock of the week. And how the lock works is if you win, that one pays out double. But if you lose, it uh, drops triple. Okay. That's um, the one that normally gets a lot of a lot of our guests of uh, fallen in the red because of the lock of the week. Right. Currently, uh, our, our, our current leaderboard. Who do we have currently on the leaderboard? Austin, sixteen hundred, I believe. It will will get you uh, to the top. Yeah, Jason uh, Jason Fitz of ESPN currently leads all of our guests with sixteen hundred dollars. So it's important that you know if you win three hundred, you're in third. No one that is, is doing true. a good job. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, if shit. you lose four hundred, you're in fourth. Yeah, okay. you're currently in fifth right now, which is, I mean, already it, with a G. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, with zero. With yeah, no with winners. zero. Yeah, with technically with zero. Yeah, but then if you add the thousand, then <laughs> if you left probably... the Zoom right now, you'd be in third with your thousand dollars. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I like so, this. Um, I like this. Point. Um, all right, so Roy Kyle will uh, start us off with, by telling his um, us his bets. I'll I'll read off my bets, and then and then we will go around the horn, and uh, we will. We'll bet, but feel free to chime in uh, with any comments or uh, any suggestions that you have on on any of our bets. Okay. Okay, love it. All right, here we go. My first bet. This one is in honor of you, Roy. Uh, uh, being from Alabama, I have over under two point five Alabama players score touchdowns this weekend. I did no research for this about how many have a chance to. I feel like they have seventy five wide receivers who are under yeah. twenty five in the NFL. Uh, so I have over under two and a half. Alabama players score touchdowns this week in the NFL. Uh, I'm just, I'm literally. Oh, in, in the NFL. Show. I'm sorry. I was thinking Alabama. Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. Two, two. And a half. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, I would, yeah, I would yeah. say alumni. Just in the Alabama game alone. Just in the Alabama will game. That's, that's for, a good bet would be, will Alabama score more points in college or football or NFL? <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah. I think so Jalen Hurts. You got to be like, Jalen Waddle. And I think mm-hmm. um, Derrick Henry. I think those three are the lock. Okay, so keep score. about those ones. Keep I keep forgetting Derrick Henry. Give me that that picture of Derrick Henry next to uh, who's that other running back where he's standing next to him after he's 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 graduated. Oh, Mark Ingram. Oh, Mark Ingram. <laughs> yeah, Ingram yeah, yeah. Or that, was it Sean Alexander? Team. Yeah, yeah. And Henry's like towering Mark over Mark this Ingram's man. Mark Ingram's just giving him that like side eye. Like, <laughs> like oh my god. Mark Ingram's in his Letterman jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this uh, my first one is two and a half Bama players score touchdowns. My second one is the Thanksgiving eating bet of the week. Uh, over under one and a half players eating a turkey leg on TV on Thursday. So and this one could be and a pre half. or post game, pre or post game or during it. Over okay. under one and a half. I feel like if the Eagles played, Jason Kelsey feels like a lock for eating a turkey leg, but they're not playing on Thursday. I'll so, put four hundred dollars on the over on this because. You know why? Because every TV station forces these athletes into this stupid shit. And there's some league rep <laughs> off to the side of the camera that's going, to bite the turkey, please. <laughs> you know, I know. I just want to PR. see how many people will revert. PR. I hope there's <laughs> one vegan quarterback. I know, right. Like, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see just one guy who just doesn't eat meat. And they're like, eat the turkey. And he, and he like, he eats it. And then he, like, has to do the napkin wipe where he just, like, spits it back out into the napkin. I hope someone like I don't know if the Niners are playing, but I hope it's like George Kittle and he just bites the whole turkey itself and then spikes George, it. George, there's a bone. There's a bone. There's a bone. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like someone who'd eat a turkey leg like like a hot dog. Right. Yeah. He's like smart grunk. 
Yeah. And no offense to George, but I think he went to that arguing of the uh, school that Roy's playing for. Yeah. So. George Kittle is like if Gronk remembered his email password. That's the vibe he gives off to me. Or if two Gronk factor. could solve a catch No, no two-factor. Yeah. Mm. Imagine how bad, how mad Gronk gets when he has to pick how many sidewalks there are. <laughs> Squares. Who, who can even pick out these street lights? Okay, so you're going to have 400 on that one. Uh, the next one I have, I call this the American History Book Bet of the Week, which is, are the Cowboys actually good as we remember, or is it just the uh, American textbooks teaching us that they're better than they were? <laughs> so will the Cowboys beat the Giants by more than one possession? Okay, so they're coming off the big win against the Vikings, their biggest uh, road win in franchise history, 37 points. But if there's one thing I learned from Thanksgiving, it's that American history books will only teach you (laughs) things that they want to teach you, and that's how I feel about the Cowboys in general. Uh, I cannot pick the Cowboys to win on Thanksgiving. The ghost of Leon Lett would not allow that. Leon Uh, Lett. Not ghost. He's not dead. But I I was going to say, yeah, it's Leon. I feel like we're breaking news here. Let me say aura. The aura of Leon Leon Lett in the snow game against the Dolphins um, on Thanksgiving where he touched a dead ball, which then made it a live ball, and the Dolphins recovered and then kicked a field goal to win. All he had to do was not touch the ball yeah. Cowboys get the ball, they take a knee, they win. And Leon runs up and tries <laughs> to fucking yeah. recover. And you gotta be like a dead ball, like it's a fumble. <laughs> right. Leon, you know what you've done most of your career is not touch the ball. Historically, right. your job has not involved the ball. There was no Honestly, reason to change this. Not thing touching completely. the football is probably the easiest part about football. There's yeah. literally like usually like 21 guys on a play that won't ever touch the ball. And Leon apparently wanted to be one of them. So uh okay, I have the uh um I'm going to nix that Chiefs-Rams bet, Austin. I think that that's a fine one to nix out of here. And so okay. then I have, uh, on, on on Thanksgiving, there's three games. And they sort of have these, uh, uh, I'm going to say, Americanized mascot. <laughs> what, what's the word I'm looking for? Americanized mascot names in one in each game. So you have okay. the Bills who are named after Buffalo Bill. You have the Cowboys who are like this romanticized cowboy thing. And you have the Patriots. How many uh, 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 faux Americanized imperialistic wins do we have? And I'm going to say over under uh, two and a half. Will all three win? Who are the Patriots playing? Patriots are playing the Vikings. So it's Patriots, Vikings, Bills, Lions, and Giants, Cowboys. The Lions have been sneaking. The Bills are sliding. So that's two. So Should I, I adjust this to one and a half then? Do we think one and a half is the fairer line? One and a half? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we'll do yeah. uh, one and a half of those teams winning there. Those are my bets. Give um, me $75 on the over. The so Bills or Patriots could sneak one of those two. I teams. agree. It could very easily. I don't see any way where the other teams win all three, but I could kind of see. For the Bills to lose, the Bills have to eat shit, and the Lions have to be like stellar like the one of those weird week two games where they were having 20 yards every play it's like what amon saint rye has nine touchdowns today like it has (laughs) to be one of those yeah even and also josh allen has to be 12 for 48 with four INTs or something. Yeah, really. It all depends which, on like how which many Which is Josh like a Allen line reads. that we could very easily see happen from Josh Allen. Yeah, the Lion yeah. line. 
They're, he has those games. Remember, they lost to, the Bills lost to the Jaguars last year, nine to six. Like people forget that the Bills just like occasionally will have these weeks where they just forget. Yeah. Who well, they to are. be fair, Josh Allen played against another Josh Allen in that game, and it freaked him out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it just true. actually freaked him out. <laughs> A man in long Kevin Smith style jean shorts can't meet someone with the same name as him. <laughs> uh, okay. yeah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. <laughs> All right, Austin, All right. let's get yours in here, and then let's All get right. our money. Yeah, so my my bets this week, uh, I've got the two toned bungle bet uh, name pending. The this is a in the this week we get a rematch of the divisional round of the playoffs last year with the Titans and the Bengals. Now in that game last year, Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions and Joe Burrow was sacked nine times. So simply in this in this week's matchup rematch, I should say, which is more Ryan Tannehill interceptions or Joe Burrow sacks. Ryan Tannehill interceptions or Joe Burrow sacks. Tannehill stepped up against Green Bay. He really did. Last week. So maybe yeah. that gives him a little confidence. I think Tannehill's more net positive. Also, I'm going to go more Burrow sacks. Give me $50 on that. Okay. Because Joe Burrow can't control what the fuck the O-line does. Tannehill can make better decisions. Yeah. Tannehill can slow down. Did you Tannehill see that clip? controls his fate a little bit more than Burrow. It was like that clip of Burrow talking about how often he gets sacked and he wasn't he was trying to not throw his line under the bus and he's like, Well, sacks have a lot of factors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball. And you're like, Okay. <laughs> the yeah, ball. Yeah, he was like he was like, Well, you know, if you get sacked on third downs, you know, I, I pretty much count. throw the, I throw those out the window because <laughs> it's third down and you gotta the, go for the first. And you know, like, the receiver he didn't even have time to has to release um, yeah. you, have you guys have you guys seen reception before? Yeah, he's like, what even is a sack if you think about it, guys? <laughs> uh, okay, so we got Tannehill and Burrow there. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, and then I've got a Thanksgiving leftovers. Obviously, the thing you know, what the thing we love about Thanksgiving is the food, right? But the second thing we love about Thanksgiving is the leftovers. You know, people want sometimes argue are the leftovers better than the actual meal. So this is a, a bet to determine that. Are the Thanksgiving leftovers as good as the actual meal that we get on Thanksgiving? So with the three games that we get on Thanksgiving, the combined score of all six teams, will it be higher or lower than the late window of Sunday games with Rams-Chiefs excluded? Because the Chiefs, I feel like, would skew that so far in one direction. So... Rams Chiefs. So there's that that leaves three games. So will the six three teams and three? in the late window? Yes. Three, three and games three. and three games. Okay. So will that and the late window on Sunday is Raiders Seahawks? No. Ch- <laughs> Chargers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Chargers Cardinals. Mm. Saints 49ers. And uh and that's it for Rams. the late window. Since Rams and Chiefs is Chargers Cardinals chart Chargers. Cardinals, Niners. Those are my three offensive teams in that in that block, in my opinion. Now, and then you got me, Bills, Cowboys, Vikings. Yes, yes, Lions. yes. No, <laughs> and Patriots. Yeah, but keep in mind they're also playing on a Thursday, which a lot of times teams are a little sluggish playing on those short short weeks. So, <sighs> yeah, but you can also sneak up on a team because they haven't had time to prepare and properly scheme you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take the Thursday. Give me the Thursday over, over with the, the Thursdays. Thursday Thursdays are higher. Yeah, okay. yeah. Only because I don't trust the Niners 
to be a consistent Kansas City Chiefs level, you know, offensive behemoth. Even the bad they, games you put 24, 27 up. Yeah. Yeah. They're <clears> not gonna they're not gonna just show up and put up 30, 30, 35, which is what yeah. you need. You need three right. 30 point you need three teams to do 30 points. Okay. To have a to have a shot at this, in my opinion. Right. And I just don't think that I don't think with the late slate, you know, the the Chargers could go for 30. Mike Williams is back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know, but right. I just think that the Vikings could for sure do it if they need to do it. The Bills could have done it before. Yeah. And plus Patriots. that like late that late window of Sunday games is like around the time the Sunday scaries kick in and you're like, oh God, you know, I got wait, you know. I'm sure it's yeah, that way for thing we all think about too. the Sunday scaries. I mean, and who knows, man? The Cowboys <laughs> might go for 40. You know, I mean, yeah. they did they, last week against the yes. Vikings. So it's like, okay, well then, let me, yeah, give me the Thursday. Give me the Thursday okay. game. All right. Uh, I've also got a Black Friday bet. This is, but I'm calling it, uh, this is this is my Black Sunday bet. Okay. Teams that wear black, fittingly, almost all of them are playing on the road, but the Panthers, Raiders, mm-hmm. Ravens, and Falcons, of those four teams, over under set at one and a half wins. The Panthers are play the Broncos, oh. the oh, Raiders. Well, well, These are a bunch on. of teams. It doesn't really matter who they're playing. Yes. <laughs> and you listen, Panthers. I think we play in each other, I'd take the under. <laughs> Panthers over Broncos. No. Russell Panthers, Wilson Broncos, Raiders at them. Seahawks, Ravens at Jaguars. No. That's pretty much, I think, the one that's already Ravens, locked in. Ravens for sure. And then Falcons at Commanders. Falcons are that. That's that. It's the one hinge game where you're like, this is. is where my point five comes from. Can I take the push and assume Command- one of these games is 0-0? Zero, zero? <laughs> yeah, they just tie. until <clears throat> Antonio Gibson for no reason just gives you three touchdowns. Yeah. Mm. Curtis Samuel. Uh, I'm going to take the under. Okay. The under. The one under. and a half Ravens wins. only. Okay. Ravens How only. How much are you putting on that? Uh, what do I got left? Give me, give me. Give me eighty dollars on that one. <laughs> I love these amounts. Yeah. I know. So right, right. Do you get any more bets, Austin? I, I've got one last one. Okay, one cool. last one. Since the World Cup is going on, uh, Drake London uh, averages uh, World Cup. America plays England on Friday. <laughs> so I'm going Drake with Dr- London. Drake London, wide receiver for the Falcons. <laughs> he averages three and a half catches per game. Uh, are there more Drake London catches in the Falcons game or total goals in USA England game? Uh, <laughs> how does that end up being like such a close number? Uh, like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> that's such a bookie ass fucking. Uh, oh man, why couldn't have been on, it? Why couldn't it have been Eric Versailles when we're playing yeah, France? I've got to. I've got to really look at this one. Stand by. <laughs> yeah, he's doing his homework. Pulling up my. He, no, he's he's messaging his bookie right now. He's like, "What do you think? What? How much do you think?" <laughs> he's messaging Drake London. Hey, Look, man. I gotta win. I gotta win some money for that ugly school. Okay, Drake London since week eight, four receptions, three receptions, five receptions, one reception. Yeah, um, that one is looming large in that in that he's, in most recent game. he's averaging about he's averaging about. Let's say seven targets a game. 
over the course of the season, hauling in three or four of them. Uh-huh. I, after what happened with USA and Wales, you know, you'd hope that the Americans will show up a little bit, but it's going to take at least two goals to beat England. Yeah. Maybe three. And England for sure has three in them. So we're talking five goals. Do I think Drake London could catch five footballs? It has only happened twice this year that he's caught five footballs. Three times. I'm being disrespectful. <laughs> he listens too. That's a problem. Yeah, um, he's a huge, huge listener. Of I'm that. not shitting on him. Nobody will throw the ball. He's only <laughs> He got 12 <laughs> targets in week two and then just right. six, seven, four, one, five, seven, three. Like They're just not... Including the man. Um, give me USA Wales on the over. USA England. Okay. USA England. Okay. All right. How right much now you, you have $475 left, but I don't know how much you want to put on the Bama players or the Cowboys covering by more than one possession. Or no, losing. Um, which one is the big bet? Which one Your is biggest the biggest bet you put on anyone, one and a half people eating turkey legs. You put $400. Oh, that's because I love you, food. I know that one. I'm, 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 that's going to stay my lock. That stays your <laughs> that's, lock. That's your lock. That stays of the week. my lock. Okay. That's a first um, place uh, uh, scoreboard lock right there. If that hits, automatic straight to the top. Okay, straight to the top. If it hits, uh, put the rest of the money on this uh, USA England. Okay. You want anything on the Bama players? You said you're going to take the over, but we didn't. Oh get the wait, there. no, no, no. Yeah, give me give me three hundred on this. Give, put the other hundred. Put what's left. I think I got a hundred left. Put that you on got, the Bama place. What if 175? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Look, I'm just hoping that that ugly school can get that, you know, really help the pretty people uh, study and learn because that's <laughs> honestly what's most yeah. important. It's for the kids, honestly. It's, that's why we do what we do. Um, Roy, okay. So we've got your, we've got your bets. We've got your bets locked. Uh, good, best of luck to you this week. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll we'll update uh, as the uh, as the games go on at the end of the weekend. Yeah. And man, dude, we appreciate your time for joining us. Yeah, today. Thank you. If so I come in here. first place, um, you gotta let me back on for five minutes to talk shit. Okay, Definitely. deal. One hundred percent. Prove it. how brilliant I was and prove how right I was and what an amazing sports mind I have. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, deal. If you if you get first place, you're coming back on for five minutes. Done deal. deal. Lock it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. Right, awesome. Thank you, Roy. Right. Talk soon. That was awesome having Roy. Uh, that was so much fun. We had, you know he had to hop off. We're gonna give our bets now, but that was yeah, so fun. he had a, a hard out because I think he's literally going to shoot the uh, Daily Show right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> like it. Uh, Imagine when uh, he tells him why he's late. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. Yeah. I'm late. I had to bet on. Uh, uh, Drake London's over under catches with with two guys, one of which just left his door open while a dog barks outside. And he's like, "Do you think?" It, but he's like, "But don't worry, it's all for a good cause." So <laughs> Trevor's gonna be like, "What cause?" And he's like, "Trevor, you're gonna use this cause. Trust me." Um, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll give my bets here real quick. We'll get both of our bets here, and uh, okay. then we'll let everyone go. My bets this week. I, I like the Drake London bet. I think he's going to actually have more than than catches than goals. I see the U.S. game being 2 nothing England or 2-1. England, I, I think Drake will have – I'm going to put $200 on the over for Drake London. I don't want to toot my own horn, 
but since I'm American and we are playing England, I'm going to. That was probably one of the toughest bets I've ever made. Yeah. Like that is like just looking at it because Drake London, like obviously he he averages three and a half catches a, a game, but you look literally just last week, he had yeah. one catch. He averages so, three and a half skewed by a couple bigger games. Do you know what I mean? Right. He's not hitting yeah. three, four, three, four, three, four. But also three and a half is a probably the over under for the US and England soccer game for goals. It's a crazy bet. I'm going 200 on Drake London. Um, I think there's a higher ceiling for him. I don't see there being... He could have six catches. So I'm going there. Yeah. I'm going uh, $200 on the Thanksgiving Americana team names winning. Okay. Uh, I think that the Bills are pretty much a lock to win that game, and then one of the other two has to hit. That's um, right. I think the Patriots have a better chance of beating the Vikings than anyone wants to admit. The uh, The Vikings are very inconsistent. Um Patriots Vikings. That's also like two historical groups of people that we mislearned everything about. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. That, it, could, that could have gone in your American history. Those are the those are the, the two Cowboys. yeah. Those are the two groups of people that uh, kids I went to high school with share memes about preserving the culture of. <laughs> oh, so I'm going two hundred dollars on the over there for the Americana. Um, I'm going to ignore the Cowboys one as well, like Roy did. Uh, turkey legs, I'm going $250 over one and a half people eat turkey. You know, and the crazy thing is I'm not saying any food. Turkey. Yeah, right. Just turkey. I could see, like we're saying, I could see George it, Kittle eating turkey like a duck would eat an eclair. Now, if they eat a turducken, does that count as turkey? That's 0.5. That'd actually be <laughs> 0.3 repeating. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, if they do that, that would be all right. So I'm going 250 on over one and a half people in that. My lock is $250 on over two and a half Bama players scoring touchdowns this year or this week. Okay. I wish I had thought out more the bet of who scores more points, Alabama in their game or their players in other games, but Jalen Hurts skews that a little bit. And yeah. so does Tua. Um, so I'm going two and a half Bama players score. And then um, my, the rest of my money, my last one hundred dollars, is on the under on Black Friday on Black Sunday. I'm taking okay. the under on that. All right. Um, and that's at I one am, and a half, correct? Teams that win one and a half. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to go uh, one hundred dollars on Turkey. Give me yes, yes Turkey. Uh, they're someone's going to be eating Turkey on on camera. Um. The and I can see that one really playing out where one person eats turkey, like Josh Allen eats turkey, and Diggs runs up and takes a bite of it and then runs to the locker room, (laughs) and that's how we hit the over. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. Diggs will be doing the interview, or not Allen will be doing the interview at the table, and then like someone, Mitch Morse or someone will run by and grab right. If the Uh, Eagles were playing, they would Jason Kelsey would eat five turkey legs, uh, yeah, right. No, you're right, and I, I don't know about you. Uh, but for me personally, Thanksgiving, and I thought about making this one of my bets, over under one and a half scores that I see live in a game on uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh, and maybe not for like the early slate, because I usually yeah. ca- can watch the early game. But when it gets to that second game and third game in the evening, it is so hard to get to a TV to watch TV because I, I, both of my families, both my in-laws and my family are always Your like outlaws, the, I call them. 
Yeah, yeah, nice. Turn the TV off. We're, it's family time. It's dinner time now. And then I have to go. And I m- end up missing most of the game. Even if I leave the TV on in another room, I can, like, hear it. Yeah. But I, I miss most of the action in the game. So I thought about making that one of the best. Unless it was that Patriots-Jets game. Then literally all you need to do is watch one play. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, the last <laughs> second of the game. Uh, I But in honor of, like, the turkey bet, I feel like... I, there's no chance I'll miss that because you know every social media manager will clip oh, yeah. the hell out of it and oh, post yeah. it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I'm going to go $100 with the turkey. I'm also going to go $100 on Drake London. I'm so nervous about this. I originally had it at 200 and I lowered it to 100 because that I could see U.S. England being like a 3-2 final or something. And there you go. There's five catches, and that matches Drake London's season high. So I'm I'm only going $100 on Drake London, but based off of your analysis of the ceiling is much higher for yeah. Drake London than a U.S. A team in soccer. Right. I just, Last time we played England, it was 1-1 in the World Cup. Yeah, right. Right. Was that 2010? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Black Friday, one and a half wins. I'm taking the over because th- the Ravens are beating the Jaguars. Which I guess the Jaguars are technically a black team too, depending on if they yeah. Were but the Ravens, Edgar Allan Poe will give them a little more. Yeah. Okay. So the Ravens, I'm going Ravens. I, I think the Ravens are going to beat them, and then one of one of those other three are definitely going to great pull off a, a squeaker. Uh, giving me um, the I'm going to go with the Thanksgiving leftovers bet. I'm going $100 on Thanksgiving. I think the meal is better than the leftovers here. I think there are more points scored on Thanksgiving Day than there will be in the later window. On Sunday, minus Rams, Chiefs. I'm going $200 on Joe Burrow sacks. Um, Joe Burrow sacks. Give me $200. I think he will be sacked more than Ryan Tannehill throws interceptions. With that that front four that the Titans have. And it, look, you don't bet against Ryan Tannehill in the in the regular season. <laughs> and then, uh, and then my lock of the week, I'm going big, Kyle. I got some ground to catch up to you. Mm-hmm. Four hundred dollars, my lock of the week, over two and a half Bama players scoring touchdowns. You're not going to make up a ton betting on the same one I bet on. I'm not. Now you will. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the math. It takes me right. six hours before the recording to figure out the math from last week. <laughs> All right, so we're feeling so, good. Those are good bets this week. Great bets. Great bets. And I'm excited. Uh, I, I love having Roy in here, and I, I'm looking yeah. forward to this week 12. I, the only thing that sucks about Thanksgiving week football is three games are knocked out on Thursday, meaning Sunday, by the time you get to Sunday and you're ready to like get back to work and everything – there's a lot less football on TV. It's kind of the sad. most privileged football fan thing I can say is how excited I am to not be a primetime game this week. Oh, as <laughs> as a Chiefs fan, I'm so tired, dude. Just I'm being on at the normal time. I legit uh, like it. Feels like every other Sunday the Chiefs are on Sunday Night Football. They got flexed they, in this last they're, one. They're the house band of Sunday Night Football. I know they're they're, they're the East Street band and Roger Goodell is Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> um, but I mean, they just they get flexed because it was supposed to be the Broncos game. The Broncos Wait, were when? supposed. To, I think the Broncos were supposed to this last week. I think the Broncos were supposed to lead the league in primetime games this year, uh, which is absurd. And the Patriots, the Patriots are on primetime every mm-hmm. game uh, for the next. Or, I mean, every week for the next four or five weeks, 
They have either a Thursday, a Sunday, or a Monday night game. That's exciting. The nation's going to get to see almost five touchdowns over the next month. I just like it that the Patriots are finally bad, and yet we still are getting forced-fed them on our I TVs. Know. I know. They will play the Bills sometimes. All right. Well, this is good. Everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving. Uh, rate and review the podcast wherever you listen, please. It helps us out a bunch. Yeah, follow Kyle Ayers on Twitter, at Kyle Ayers. You can follow yeah. me on Twitter, at Austin Huff. And you follow uh, Cork Bats, at Cork Bats on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok, and YouTube, and Facebook, and Mastodon. You don't have to do it on Facebook, but everywhere else would be great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Enjoy your week. <laughs>